The Holy Gospel, according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the eleven and those with them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to the understanding of the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written, that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations. These things. And see, I am sending upon you what my Father promised. So stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. And he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. And while he was blessing them, he withdrew from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple, blessing God. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Thank you all for your singing this morning. It was very nice. So, today is a few different days. What's one of the days that we're celebrating today? Yeah. Mother's Day. Very good. What else are we celebrating today? Memorial Day. Close. Not quite Memorial Day yet. Yeah. At the end of May is the last day of school. Yep. We might be celebrating the last day of school, but not quite yet. Ascension Day. Ascension Day. That was actually this past Thursday, but we're celebrating it today. Now, does anybody know what Ascension Day is? Yes. Jesus ascended into heaven. Very good. Do you know what Jesus did right before and even as he ascended into heaven? Yes. He promised them something. Okay, he promised them something. What was that? The power of God will witness them. Yep. The power of the Holy Spirit with them, right? What else did he promise? Or what else did he do, I should say? Yes. Um, he, um, he saved us from our sins. Yep. And he promised that too. That forgiveness of sin, repentance and forgiveness of sins would be for all the nations and proclaimed to all the nations. Yeah, one more guess. He died on the cross to save our sins. Yep, he died on the cross for us. Jesus, right before he went up into heaven, reviewed with his disciples, he said again and again and again everything that he had to teach them. He said it again. Now, they already heard it once, so why would he, they need to hear it again? 
Yeah. So they could remember? So they could remember. Now, I've got a feeling some of your moms might say things again and again and again too. What are some of the things your moms say again and again and again? And I'm going to ask that you say nice things again and again and again. Ava. Take a shower. All right. That was very brave of you to admit that, Ava. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Yes, Jack? Clean up the dog pee. Clean up stuff, right? Yeah. Anything else they say again and again and again? Yeah. I love you. I love you. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Just forgot it. That's okay. One more, yeah. Wear a jacket, right? Or wear a hat. Wear your gloves. Wear something, right? Wear boots. Yeah. Be nice to your brothers. I imagine you guys here be nice to your sister too, right? Yeah. Now, why? Why I ask you all? Are they saying these things over and over and again? Why are they saying these things? Because they care about you. Because they care about you. Why else? Um, they, they want to look the house looks look shiny. Want the house to look shiny? That might be. But I think it's got a lot to do with caring about you. They love you in the best of their days. And they want the best for you. Which is why they show you how to be good, like saying thank you. That's why they make sure that you're warm and telling you to put on a coat. Fathers do that too. That's why they don't want you to smell. They take it, tell you to take a shower. Fathers do that. Yes, fathers do this too. Lots of people do this for us. But today we remember that Jesus cares about us too. And that's why he repeated all these things to his disciples and followers. And Jesus repeats things to you as well. Can everybody look at my nose right here? Jesus says to you over and over and over that he loves you very much, that there's nothing that you could ever do or anybody could ever do to take away this love, and that from now until forever, and even before, God will love you totally and completely, no matter what. And God says this to you over and over and over again, for the same reasons that your moms repeat themselves over and over and over again. Because God loves you, and God wants the best for you, just like any good parent does. Pop quiz. What does God say to you over and over again? Yeah. Daddy loves you. He loves you, he loves you, he loves you. Shall we pray? Yep. Let us pray. God, today we are thankful for all those who parent us, for all those who mother us and father us and everything else as best they can. We pray that you would be with us, that we might hear the things that they say and keep them tucked inside our heads, that we might hear the things that you say of your great love for us, that we might tuck them inside our hearts as well. Be with us and continue to tell us each and every day that we are loved and how we should be. In your name we pray. Amen.
In the name of Jesus, amen. I imagine you can remember and still hear the things that your mom said to you over and over again. Now it's important on a day like today, even though Mother's Day isn't a part of the church calendar, to recognize things that are going on in our lives. And to also admit that relationships and motherhood in its totality, it's difficult and it's complex and it's not always rose, paved with roses and gold all the way through life. We all have a different experience with motherhood. For example, I'm not sure I'll ever be a mother. That's true not only for me, but for many. For many, of all types of people. Sometimes we want to be a mother, and it's just not there. Sometimes we don't want to be a mother, and it is there. Sometimes we had great and wonderful relationships with our mothers that lasted long and well into adulthood. Sometimes we did not have those things. Sometimes we see mothers as a great blessing, and sometimes it doesn't feel that way. So this is not, here in today's worship, a sermon about how all mothers are the same and wonderful. This is about something that I imagine they all have in common. When they are able to be with us, as they repeat themselves. So, I ask you the same question. What are, and please, say some nice things, if you're able, what are some of the things that your mother said to you over and over and over? Let your conscience be your guide. Let your conscience be your guide. <laughs> Sometimes I would hear a correction. Your conscience is wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> go the other way. Come on, come on. Come on, Anthony, get your jobs. Get your stuff done, right? Good. One more. Um, stop playing your iPad. Stop playing your iPad. Get outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remember the poor starving children in China? Mm-hmm. I was never sure if there was a specific region I was supposed to worry about or if it was just everybody. <laughs> I have come to know it's everybody. Do your homework. Do your homework. Yep. Be patient. Yeah. Yep. I heard more than once, stop hitting your brothers. I don't know about you, but it was on the extremes of when my full name was used. <laughs> ben William Siebert. And in that tone, that's where you learn to run, right? <laughs> that's where you learn to But... If, if the chance should happen that I was able to do something good or I was able to bring home a good report card or something like that, Ben William Siebert, that's great. Now those were a little bit fewer in between, but those were wonderful times too. I learned to remember who I was, and in some moments that was a great anchoring point that allowed me to remember 
how my grandparents and how my parents and how my brothers act and that I could act in that way too. Sometimes that was wonderful. Sometimes that was a lot of pressure. A lot of times it was both. I can't tell you how many times I heard the phrase, I'm only going to say this once. <laughs> which, which is both true and untrue at the same time. Even though she said that, she wanted to repeat the things that were worth repeating and even repeat the things that you just needed to repeat because I believe and so I'm told there was love there and wanting to give good things. And in Jesus' last moments of everything Jesus could do with his, the eleven and those gathered with them, yes, Jesus proclaims what they should be, and yes, Jesus proclaims that the Holy Spirit will be there, but Jesus takes time to teach them everything again, to repeat himself once more. And not just to repeat a few things, to repeat everything that the law, the prophets, and the Psalms had to say about him. I don't know about you, but I can hear my mother's voice even when she's not there, and I can feel that message in my bones and in my heart. And I think that's what Jesus wanted for the disciples too. That you can hear this message in your bones and in your heart. It will echo through everything that you do. We even see this in the way that Jesus is oriented as he's ascending into heaven. It's actually one of our eight... 9, 10 pictures that we have in here. If you look to the back corner, we have Jesus ascending into heaven. And look at where he's facing. If I were going back home, if I were going to a place that I hadn't been in a long, long while, I'd be looking towards it. I'd be running towards it. But that's not where Jesus is facing. Jesus is facing with arms raised in blessings, still towards the disciples, still towards us, always towards us. Jesus' heart and Jesus' body and Jesus' mind and Jesus' strength is all, always towards us. Saying the things that we need to hear and repeating the things that need to be repeated so that in our hearts and in our, in our bones we know of the great deep love that Christ has for us. These are the two things that are to be proclaimed in every nation. We call them, in the churchiest of terms, repentance and the forgiveness of sins. In the most simple of terms, honesty of who we are and everlasting grace in the midst of it. Everlasting love in the midst of it. Love without end. So, I'll let your mothers, should they still be here or should they not, I'll let them have a voice that echoes inside of them, inside of you, inside your heads, for the things that you need to know and when to put a coat on. As far as God's voice echoing inside our hearts and inside our heads and inside our bones, it is up to us, to me and the community of believers, 
to be the ones that tell of this great deep love of God for one another. So say it and say it often. That God has known you from the very beginning, knew exactly who you would be and exactly who you are, is unsurprised with every action that you have in this world. And in the midst of all these things, in the midst of everything that you are, that you want to be and that you don't want to be, there's a great deep love for you. A great deep love for this one sitting next to you. A great deep love for your neighbors in this world, for the communities that we live in. For all. God loves you immensely and wholly and fully. And will repeat God's self over and over again. Always facing you and always for you. Thanks be to God for the voices that echo in our hearts. Amen.